It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We are very close to an agreement, uh, but we are not there yet. As you have heard us say a number of times over the course of the past few weeks, nothing is final until everything is final. And at this point, everything is not yet final, but we are close. That was yesterday, and now, a couple of hours later, the State Department says it is final. We've got a uh, ceasefire, a truce they're calling it, that will release 50 hostages out of Gaza for four days between Hamas and Israel. Yeah, 50, uh, they're saying men and women, I mean women and children. Uh, two, they are saying, are Americans. Uh, one for sure we know is that four-year-old girl whose parents were killed, that Israeli girl whose parents were both killed. So she is an orphan, and, and I guess they have already made arrangements for her extended family to take care of her. But what Netanyahu has said to Hamas and what he's told the Israeli cabinet, if you approve of it, and they did, for every 10 hostages after this these initial 50 releases, for every 10 hostages you release back to us, that would be Israel, will give you an extra day of no fighting. So no, it's not in this, and I don't know whether it's part of it or not. Israel also took out a Hamas leader in Lebanon yesterday. I wonder if this includes other areas. Uh, interesting. I don't know. I, it, but basically, what, what do you say, Netanyahu? We'll just get you later. I think. It's, I honestly think that's what they're going to say. We're still going to wipe you out, but yeah, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. We're, we'll, we'll release these, you know, uh, Palestinian prisoners. Yeah, well, they'll wind up deadly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you later. And and Netanyahu has basically said after this four day ceasefire or truce or whatever you want to call it because they don't want to say it's a ceasefire. Uh, he said the war will continue and we will continue to annihilate Hamas. So it would be it would behoove Hamas to release ten hostages a day yeah, exactly. because they would right. gain a, an extra day of ceasefire. So uh, it, maybe that's the whole point. And then he's just going to go in and just wipe them out completely. Netanyahu, that is. It's good news, though. I, I hope that does happen. I hope it's successful, no it, doubt. It would be nice, especially for the holidays. You know, these families are missing family members. You know? That's true. I mean, come on. It's, it's horrible. They don't, I don't, you know, I don't even know where the people are from, the, the, the Americans that they have. And how many did they say they have? Four? It's four Americans? I think, it is. I think they settled four on Americans. four. Why is that such an underplayed story, by the way? I don't I know. I can't stand that that's buried every single time. I don't get it. I, because people say, well, they stupid. I, I would think people would say, well, you know what? They put themselves in that position. Okay, so no. you go to Israel to yeah. visit family and friends, and you get kidnapped, and it's your fault? Hello? So it, it makes no sense to me. But you're right. It's underplayed. And they still have 242 hostages. So yep. they got 50 they're going to release, men and women. We don't even know if the other hostages are alive. Uh, tr- that's very true. That's right. They know. have no idea. They're assuming they are because Hamas is telling them they are. But you're going to believe these people? It's just brutal. Terrible. All right. Uh, focus locally is on travel. Here's what AAA says about driving. No matter where you are in the country, it's going to be very busy on the roads as you get holiday travelers mixing with commuters all hitting the road at the same time. But we knew all that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I found the list finally that we could not see the complete graphic on WPTV, our news channel uh, five partner. Uh, oh, that's right. Are we number one? No. Newark Liberty International Ugh. in New Jersey is the worst airport to, to fly out of today. That I believe. And that's this my is, most dreaded airport. It's according to HubScore. Uh, number two is Orlando International. And it's a close second, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. Number three was Miami. You'll be happy to know that P- oh, Fort Lauderdale is four and PBIA is 13. All right. So we're we're thir- we're a little we're bit still further down. Yeah. Tampa 18th. So 
if you if you're trying to get out, Tampa would be the place to fly out of, I guess. <laughs> I've never flown. I don't think I've ever flown out of Tampa. Orlando, yes, Tampa, big no. airport. Is it huge? So that's the best in Florida for today. This anyway. is for flying out. Yes, okay. not flying in, flying out. All right. So I, I don't. They didn't give you details on flying in because all they care about is when you push back from the gate. And when the wheels are up, that's the only thing the airlines care about is getting those silver tubes off the ground. Is every every piece of information for the airlines a scam? Yeah, it's it's absurd. It's it's, I've never liked the airlines. Still don't like them. Here's better news. Here's something to focus on. Uh, It's in New York, but we get to see it uh, on Thanksgiving itself. The traditional balloon inflation event for the Macy's Parade is today. Oh, is it really? On the Upper West Side of Manhattan. The public up there, it's become a big thing to to watch the, you know, for people who don't get a chance to go to the parade, they'll watch this thing. There was a, some history on, and I, I don't know how I got involved with this, but with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, sure. the balloons were originally made for balloon races. They used to run them to the, through the streets to see who could get to the finish line first. Can you imagine what this a disaster that would be? <laughs> well, remember when that one... What balloon was it? Tweety Bird? Which one knocked down the light pole? Killed a woman? No, it was Remember? serious. It was a, it was really bad. They, if you ever check it out on YouTube, they've had some of they don't like people to see them, but they've had some balloons go astray before and knock people down. It's oh, nasty. Yeah. Well, look at how many people it, it takes to hold them. Like you know, seventy to oh, one hundred yeah. and something, depending on how big the balloon is. Oh yeah. But blowing them up. Oh. So what do they do? Tether them overnight? I think so. I don't know exactly how it works. I love the tradition of it. I love. The, I like the parade. Yeah, it's it's great. It's, I, it's fun like, to watch on TV. I think everybody catches glimpses of it somewhere along the line on Thanksgiving Day. You know, while you're cooking or while you're setting the table or getting ready to go somewhere. Everyone, it's it is. It's it's just part of American culture oh. at this point. Mrs. Adams checks this thing out. Oh, really? She is seated on that couch. Oh, she's not cooking? Everything's set, ready to go. Coffee oh. is there. <laughs> I think she starts preparing stuff early, and then I'm doing stuff, and then she is like seated, ready to go. And it's a half hour early this year because they got so much stuff. Yeah, they added uh, – they got 11 marching bands. They added a bunch of new balloons and they got a bunch of new floats. One of the floats is, is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. But they said there's this like big chocolate fountain on it. I can't wait to see it. But anyway, Please tell me there's Umbalopas. I've been – well, is Hugh Grant going to be on it? I don't know. Maybe. Because maybe. it's a, probably because of the new film, right? Right. I would assume. Uh, but Cher will be singing, I'm sure. DJ Christmas song. I tried to turn it down. It, it won't go. It just you can't. It's just loud. I I hate to tell, be the bearer of bad news. I unfortunately attempted to listen to this entire album. They all sound the same. <laughs> well, this is like all our other songs. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, auto. It's exactly the same. So she'll be auto tuning and lip syncing tomorrow. Okay. So, and I'm right. sure she's at the end since she's the the host the, the host of the parade. Or the what do they call her? Cram Grand Poobah. Imagine if she kicks Santa off that sleigh and it's her rolling down the street. <laughs> There's her, and then Santa shows up. So that song is so bad, guys. It is. It is. It's <laughs> terrible. I, I don't even straight. know what she's saying. The oh, whole gosh. album sounds the exact same. I'm not way. surprised. Yeah, not good. <laughs> anyway. Gosh. All right, we got some more headlines coming up next. We got some details about the massive news about the Rolling Stones yesterday, and it's hilarious. I think it's the best news in the world. It's actually, it's funny, but it's brilliant who their sponsor is for the tour. It's, it's, it's fascinating to me. And I'm surprised that my, my $7.50 contributed to this. Well, that's true, too. I was like, wow. We've got to get to that story of keep an eye on your Christmas tree if you go real this year. I, did you ever know this? I had no idea. This lady got severely affected by it. She almost died. An allergic reaction. Wow. <laughs> that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 
face is quite swollen. I felt like I was gonna swallow it, but then I couldn't swallow and my throat was closing up. I never in a million years imagined that a Christmas tree would contain something that could kill me. I didn't have on my dance card, lady almost dies because of Christmas tree. It's Christmas tree syndrome. Do you and it's real. This? And it's real. Uh, she that th- th- Her name is Angela Presti. She's uh, from Cleveland. She said it's the first time she picked out a real Christmas tree. And apparently oh. if the Christmas tree gets wet, because it gets wet and it gets damp as it dries, mold grows on the branches. And it's the mold that almost killed her. She had an allergic reaction to it. So it's Christmas tree mold that did her in. But she went into anaphylactic shock and her throat closed up. So she almost died. As you hear, she's okay, but still got to the got to the medical uh, experts on time. What caught my attention, though, was the wetness of it, the mold on the Christmas tree, because look what we have here. Yeah, humidity. Humidity, yeah. even in December. Yeah, so it makes you wonder. And the thing is, if you don't have an epinephrine, an epinephrine pen at home, that's what they ended up giving her. You know, they just they gave her a shot of epinephrine and she was fine. But if you don't have one of those things, it's like if you're allergic to peanuts and you don't know it. And next thing you know, you, you haven't you go into anaphylactic shock. You're in trouble. I guess it's one of those things you don't know till you know, because this was her first real tree. <laughs> That's so sad. That's terrible. So the question is, does she get a real tree from now on? Or did she, did, they don't tell you. Did she get rid of the tree? Probably. Right. Because you can't I, keep it in the house. I would think so. I would have set that thing ablaze. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> See, that's another reason to go with a fake tree. I know she's okay, so we can laugh, but how Cleveland is she sounding, though? Yeah, well. I never would have imagined. (laughs) And then she brought you a casserole. The damn tree tried to kill me. (laughs) A serious thing, though, apparently. Uh, You know, I've I've never had my sister-in-law. Is is allergic? To, I mean, she's like allergic to everything. Yeah, it's like a thousand things. And the first time my brother ever brought her to our house in college, she I took her out to see my horse. I had a horse, and she pet him. And the next thing you know, I watched her hands start to swell. Oh, and then she looked at me and she started grabbing her throat. And I'm like, oh my god! She same thing happened, and her throat closed up. Fortunately, she used to carry one of those pens around. But what if you didn't have it? I, that's the thing. If you don't know you're allergic to something, how long do you have? You know, this woman made it to the hospital and, and the doctors gave her a shot there. So, I mean, it had to be an extended period of time, at least, you know, a half hour. I mm-hmm. don't know how close she was to a hospital, but still, you know, and and I, she must have driven herself, right? Wouldn't the paramedics have given her an epinephrine shot knowing <clears throat> that's what's going on? That's what I would have thought. She went with her, her young daughter to the to the. Uh, hospital and it took care of her right away. It's estimated. So we're all wondering, okay, is this lady just like a, is it a freak thing? Is it 7% of the population has this syndrome oh, to, s- to the multiple? That's a lot of people. I, I've never heard of this. No. So, I mean, and if you don't know about it, what happens? You bring a tree home and the next thing you know, you're, you're going into anaphylactic shock. That's not good. Wow. The doctor said most often it's a serious skin rash. This lady got the worst of it with the you know with the breathing problem, with, which is what we heard. But that's horrible. Okay, okay. I don't think I've ever had a problem with the real tree, so I don't think I have Christmas tree syndrome. I think you're in the clear. Okay, I think you're okay. Uh, my biggest problem this year is the stupid kitten. It's already knocked the tree over three times now. It's like. It's the horrible. ultimate toy for a cat. They yeah. lo- they love Christmas. It's got ornaments. It's shiny. It's something they can climb. Uh, it's horrible. And this <laughs> one goes right for right for the spine of the tree, and then works her way out. I'm ready to kill this cat. It's like you're you're doing me and beast. You know, I hope the Hallmark Channel with your stupid Christmas <laughs> movies are paying attention to this lady's story. Though, how great of a Hallmark story would this be? 
lady suffers Christmas tree syndrome, falls in love with the paramedic that saved her life. Come on! (laughs) Was originally with the Christmas tree farmer until she went to the farm. (laughs) Right. The farmer tried to kill her. (laughs) And collapses in the field only to be saved by the paramedic. (laughs) Hallmark presents It's a Mold Spore Christmas. (laughs) I hope they're paying attention because it's a script right here. You have no idea how close you are to some of the titles that happen. Oh, it's amazing. It's terrible. It's all the same plot. Oh, it's it's it's, it's they're fun. And money's no issue. No, they're none of them work. No. And they all drive nice cars. They live in these beautiful homes. Right. Or they inherited some great farm from right. somebody or winery or whatever. Small town girl goes home from the big city and falls in love with ornament ornament maker. Yeah, it was worth billions of dollars. Who, who makes ornaments out of twigs and head lives in a mansion. It's amazing. All right, uh, just to jump back into news for a quick second, we'll update you on this if you were wondering. It looks as though it is going to happen. It's confirmed between Israel and Hamas. A truce, four days, uh, 50 hostages released, they say, in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. We'll see what else goes on from that. Not much of a, of a, an official statement has been released yet, but it is confirmed. It's, that's awesome. I always wonder who brokers these deals because Qatar's involved here. So do you trust as an Israeli administrator, whether you're Netanyahu or the president of Israel, do you trust that Hamas is really going to follow through? You know, that's I mean, the big question. I don't know. You've got to sit back and think about this. And I'm sure Hamas thinks, well, is Israel going to release the Palestinians that it's holding? You yeah, know? and who picks and chooses which hostages, like you said before? Because they know exactly who's over there. They yes. know exactly what the names are. So who do they pick? I don't know. In this case, it's going to be women and children for at least the Israelis getting. Yeah. I don't know about the Palestinians. It's probably their worst people they want released. Oh, I'm sure. Kind of like the merchant of death or something. And like we said. Netanyahu will say, yeah, we'll get them later. You're right. He, Give us he our said, people. the minute it's over, we're going back in. It's wartime again. Okay, we've got uh, a day before Thanksgiving. Rapid fire news coming up next. We'll uh, give you some quick stories, update you on what's going on. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. Huh. Wow. I guess Rapid Fire's got a new uh, music bit over there, Diener. Whoops. Forget something? I could have sworn I had this in. <laughs> he was a little busy. He was helping us with some computer issues because you and I were over here, Jen, going, What do we do? <laughs> I am so technically I could, challenged. I could have sworn However, I had this in our earlier. IT guy told me the other day his mother in law is worse than me. I oh. felt better. <laughs> I am sorry. I, that sounds impossible. Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's start this up right here. We All go. Right, you ready? Oh, Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 <laughs> WFTL. Dina was actually a little busy. He was basically a turkey in the corner. It had to do, you know, you got to multitask here. It was right time. Before. The alarm went off. And yeah, yeah. So make sure you take good <laughs> care of it. All right. Rapid fire is on. Jen's got the first story. Well, it's all about turkeys. If you are last minute stressing over your turkey, experts say, Bill, listen to this. The general calculation is for every one and a half pounds of turkey per person. Right. So that's what you have to buy for people to eat. Okay. Now, if you have a turkey that's thawing, it isn't thawed yet. Plan on two to three hours for every five pounds of frozen turkey. So, in other words, if you have a 20-pound turkey, you're going to need to stick it in water between 8 and 12 hours. Okay. Okay, because Still now wrapped. In, yours, in your situation, you're frying it because they say if you fry a turkey that has any kind of frozen part still in it, it'll turn into a fireball. Well, yeah, you can't... Uh... 
it splashes up and then it would turn into a fireball if you have a propane, but you got to get an electric one. But okay. yeah, you can't have any ice because it'll splash up. Okay. The average people will have nine guests over for the average household. Nine uh-huh. people will be sitting down. Uh, by the way, if you're a guest at somebody's house and the guest says, you know, it's all set, just show up, right. bring something because it's rude. Got to right. I mean, yeah, they said like it's is. yeah. You know, just just right. don't just show up. Bring you know, even if it's a bag of marshmallows, just show up with something. a bottle of wine, a soda, yeah. something. Nah, Here, you it, can be that obnoxious drunk <laughs> uncle and show up because I got some great inside stock tips for you. That's yeah, what I brought. Sure, that's what you got. <laughs> I didn't bring any pie though. Okay, Target, Walmart, CVS, uh, Walgreens. Most places are closed. Okay, mm-hmm. Walgreens has twenty uh, four hour services at some of their locations. You'd have to look for them, but Sprouts. Farmers Market and Whole Foods, according to reports, will have limited hours open tomorrow. I'm surprised they, those two specifically are open. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, Last Publix minute is things closed. are forgot. Yeah, Winn-Dixie, Publix, they're closed. But uh, Sprouts and Whole Foods, they have limited time. So if you need help, that's uh, what you can do. Go to them. All right. Uh, Good to know. Remember the story about this time? I think it was... 7.35 rapid fire yesterday. We were talking about Susan Sarandon. Yes. The actress. And mm-hmm. She's attended three pro-Palestine rallies in New York where she lives. And she was caught on video saying things such as, now Jews in America knows what it, know what it feels like to be a Muslim in America. Yeah. No, great. Basically supporting Hamas as well. Well, she's been fired. Fired and dropped by her talent agency. She no, she no longer has an agent. Oh, that's not good, Oof. especially in Hollywood, because they're the ones that get you all the business. Yeah. The yeah. agency was UTA following an anti-Jewish rant at one of those rallies after the attack. At a rally last week, the most recent one, she says, here's the exact quote, A lot of people afraid of being Jewish at this time. They're getting a taste of what it feels like to be a Muslim in this country. <laughs> Unbelievable. Several staffers at UTA were very, very upset and hurt by her comments. Probably her own agent is Jewish. Nice move. Probably. Maybe she figures, you know, listen, she's not exactly in demand these days. But still, to get dropped by a major agency like that. I can't imagine Steven Spielberg will be hiring her no. for right. any films. Good right. point. It's a come Unreal. on. How can you be that dumb? She's not the only one. This is way less of a name. Melissa Barrera. Oh, she's yeah. She's a younger actress, but she's been dropped from the Scream franchise. She was she, in the Scream movie? She mm-hmm. was going to be in Scream 7. But because Seven. of her social media posts about the Israel-Hamas war, she's been dropped. She shared a number of posts on Instagram, and uh, Spyglass Media posted a statement to Variety saying they have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism. Uh, Barrera, here's wow. what she did. She shared posts about casualties among children in Gaza, along with a video from a Philly protest calling for a ceasefire over what it described Israel's genocide. Oh, wonderful. Mm. Okay. Why just? Why even do that? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand these people. I don't know. Stay out of it. Well, at least there's a uh, kind of a you know comeuppance these days. It's for nice it. to know. The question is, how long are they blackballed for? Yeah, right. And it's, but it's happening a lot to people who've been caught with the posters. Like they're finding out their names. Yeah, it's like the very woke are finding out what being doxxed is all about. Right. What cancel culture is really all about when, when it comes to their front door. Tables have turned, haven't right. they? Well, guys, this is pretty interesting. I thought this was a, a pretty intriguing trend, so I just wanted to go through it real quick. You know, Argentina just elected the you know anti-socialist, very conservative president that they got there now, Javier Malay. That's him. Yeah, that's the guy it. with the chainsaw. That's right. That's him. And he is taking he's a legend. A, oh, he's taking a chainsaw to the entire Argentinian <laughs> government and oh, just yeah. cutting everything. Oh yeah, everything. People love him. 
And by the way, their stocks are soaring in Argentina already. Yes, they are. Right? That's a good that, point. Yes. It didn't take long, huh? But this is a trend that I find intriguing because so he wins. Trump is winning an NBC poll for the first time ever against Joe Biden. How right? do you like He's that? winning in every single swing state except for Wisconsin, and that's a two-point thing. But that's not it. When you look around the world, this was a pretty good post I found on Twitter. In Germany, a right-wing party is surging in, in polling. In Finland, a right-wing government was just um, installed in the first time in, it, in its history. In Germany? In Finland. Oh, my goodness. In Sweden, anti-immigration party is part of the government now for the first time. In the Netherlands, anti-West former party just pulled off a huge upset, and they're surging in the polls. French, uh, France, the same thing. Spain, the same thing. We've seen anti-socialist massive protests against the government there. And El Salvador, the president there who rounded up all the criminals, right. has a 90% approval rating. I, I think this, as they always say, a pendulum in politics, it's swinging. It sure is. And Wait. there's this guy in uh, the uh, Netherlands. He could become prime minister. It seems like he might win. He's for shutting down the border and leaving the EU just in general. Yeah, I and believe it. It was it was pretty wild. I mean, he's talking about basically shutting down the border and uh, what's uh, deporting all of the immigrants that have that have come in there. Well, well, France needs to do that. Yeah, France. I don't. I don't think France can be safe. To be quite honest with you, I don't. Need, I, I was thinking the same thing no. because now you've got London. No, you've got decades of this mm. happening. So people are ingrained in, well, and, and they're they illegally, but you let them in. So it's not their fault. And that's the thing is that this guy in the Netherlands who might actually win, he's saying that we need to get our country back. We need to close the borders. Right. And, you know, they're taking away our culture and our society. And it's it's pretty interesting to see, like you said, that pendulum might be swinging not only in here, but in Europe and South America, yeah. across the globe. It's, it's wild to see it. And they, they I'm st- I didn't believe it at first, but people pointed to... The uh, Millet thing in Argentina as a sign. It's kind of like Brexit for Trump in 2015 heading into 2016. Maybe it is. It could be, yeah. It Maybe could it's be. a sign. Oh, good. It might be a nice. real trend. You know, I don't know. Finally straighten things out in this world. Mm. Well, this is going to straighten our lives out, and maybe I'll go see him. The Rolling Stones, I think uh, right around this time, well, it was about an hour from right now, during our show yesterday, announced their new tour for 2024. Uh, they're going to kick it off in... Uh, where are they? April 28th in Houston. They wrap it up July 17th in Santa Clara, California. The Hackney Diamonds Tour. Huge. Is sponsored by AARP. Love it. It's no joke. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> and it's funny, but you think of how smart that is. Well, that's because of their ages. But you figure, too, the average person who's going to go see the Rolling Stones is a member of AARP. Mick Jagger's 80. Keith Richards is going to be 80 in December. Ronnie Wood's the baby at 76. They play Orlando. So far, it's the closest to us, June 3rd. If you are an AARP member, I'm a card-carrying member, two days before December 1st, you get access to tickets. And Can then you December 1st, they if, go on like, sale. Mick Jagger rolled into his stay at the Breakers where he stays. He's and like, you take this discount. <laughs> he pulls out his AARP card. <laughs> Can I save 15%? Outstanding. That's yeah. brilliant, though. Good for them. All right. We know this already. It's no shock. But just be uh, be mindful of giving yourself a lot of extra time driving around anywhere. The mm. delays are, are stacking up. One of the busiest travel days of the year. Major roads and airports, including travelers headed to LaGuardia, JFK, Newark, and in uh, at O'Hare in Chicago. Uh, they're running into some long lines trying to get there, so... It's not a surprise to anybody. Right. That's even before you'd even run into some weather. So just give yourself a lot of extra time, including on the roads. Yeah, We're just yeah, looking here. at 95 right now. It's way busier than normal. 
Right. Going it's, north especially. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. getting yeah. out. Yeah, they sure are. Well, get out of Dodge. Get out while you can. Get, escape from Florida. <laughs> well, I'll finish up real quick, guys. I found this. It's it's a little heavier than I always like to finish off with. I go lighthearted, but I just found this really interesting. You know, remember that guy, David Grush, who uh, testified on Congress? He's like a UFO whistleblower. He's yes. an intelligence officer. Yeah. And he came out and did that whole testimony. Joe Rogan had him on yesterday. Joe advertisement no promotion for this they just dropped the episode it's two hours long oh my goodness it was fascinating and i didn't listen to the whole thing but i saw some clips and one of the things that really struck me about it was he said this is absolutely going on as far as the cover-up and it's been going on for about about 100 years in modern day you know u.s history and that's the only reason it hasn't been disclosed he says because he was briefing a recent administration he said he wouldn't say if it was obama or trump but he said a very recent administration and he said they were actually discussing Telling people the truth about what's going on, the reverse engineering alien technology and all like stuff that he claims. Right. He said the only reason they decided not to tell people that was going on. Because they panic people. No, not even. Lawsuits. Huh? From uh, aerospace companies, contractors who will then sue them for hiding this stuff and basically saying you have cheated us out of billions of dollars worth of business oh over the years. God. Sure. And they don't want to deal with the ramifications from the Supreme Court. So they decided not to disclose. And this was recent, he's saying, like within the past seven years. Wow. It's wild. It's it's an incredible interview, but that was one of the things that kind of jumped out at me. Like, imagine if that's what's keeping this secret under wraps. It comes down to power and money. It's got nothing to do. Well, as I say, when there's a question, follow the money. Yeah. I think it was the Clinton administration. That would be my guess. That could be, too. That's what I would guess. Yeah. That was about the right timeline. It might be. I don't know. Maybe Hillary is an alien. That's mm. why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be found out. Just saying. I don't I like, know. I like wonder. to think of them as being nice, not her. Oh, gosh, you're right. All right, we got uh, more headlines coming up next. Why was Mike Lindell from MyPillow all over the place yesterday? Good question. He's claiming victory over a Georgia Supreme Court case. Really? About elections. And Black Friday is coming up. Which products will have the deepest discounts? We'll find out. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Is off. Hat is off, everybody. It's gone. It's off. It's very, it's very encouraging. It was like a double ruling. Yes, the machines have vulner, they're vulnerable. Right. And yes, if you talk about them, you're not a conspiracy theorist. I'm Mike Lindell selling my new conspiracy pillow, pillows, theory pillows. It's, he was all over the place yesterday, uh, and it was actually about, and I give that guy credit, whether or not you, you like his pillows, you like his politics, you like his theories, he has held on tight to this theory about the Georgia Election result. That's the main focus of what he's talked about, and he's been he's had to he's been deposed about this. He's been accused of things. He's lost business because of it. Yeah. Remember before Elon bought uh, Twitter and turned it into X, he was thrown off Twitter. Yeah. Didn't Walmart bar him as something or dump Pretty, all of this? Was it Walmart that got rid of all of his stuff? It might have been them or some other big retailer. I don't know who it was. Here's why he's happy: a federal judge appointed by Obama, by the way, just ruled. This is an opinion. This is a judge ruling. Against voting machines in Georgia, something that Mike Lindell has talked about for years now. The, the, the long summation of the judgment was uh, wrapped up by this statement. The machine's cybersecurity flaws violate the constitutional rights of voters. I like that. That's massive. Now, he says, Mike Lindell says, in the next step in this, if Georgia is forced to go to paper ballots and hand-counted. Right. Or not even hand-counted, but paper ballots. Right. He thinks this will happen. If Georgia goes to paper ballots, Donald Trump wins Georgia by 75 percent. I'm Whoa. telling you, it's a complete landslide. But what happens if one state like Georgia is forced to go to paper ballots and move away from uh, electronic voting machines? 
What about the other states? Is that a precedent? Well, yeah. And I'm sure that there's going to be lawsuits filed everywhere else. And, right. and they'll win in the event they want to go to paper because of what just happened in Georgia. Precedent's been set. They, they're going to deem these machines are, are not liable. They're not they're – not, uh, uh, reliable, Liable. yeah, and uh, you can hack into them and change the vote. That's all they got to prove. Get rid of them. I what I don't get is I, I don't understand because what did what did Georgia say? If they went to paper, they they wouldn't be able to. Atla- uh, the, the state of Arizona said that their secretary of their um, attorney general said that we can't switch to paper ballots. It would take too long to count them. Okay, so for the millennium, <laughs> okay. that's what you would do. You would fill out your ballot. And as you exited the little polling place, you would hand it to the polling person, and in front of you, they would feed it into the machine. So the machine counts it that way, and then at the end of the night, they call in whatever the results are from their machines into headquarters. So how is that any different? And how how can you actually compare that to electronic voting machines when we are not getting results in for days after the fact? Yeah, but and paper ballots, oh, those those that take too long to count. That makes no sense. You should right. instantly get either way. It's just a matter of you know collecting all the data and adding it all up. Bunch of baloney. It's, it's stupid, is what it is. Yes. All right. Well, uh, we know this already. In fact, our Consumer Reports guy John Matarese has told us a lot of these Black Friday deals have already been out, but for the actual Black Friday coming up after Thanksgiving. Which products have the deepest discounts? WalletHub did a big survey. This the, the first one on this list I know. shocked me. I'm thinking I'm going to go buy all this stuff because it's something everybody needs. And you wouldn't think of it at first, would you? No, not at all. They ranked them across several different categories. Number one for deepest discounts on Black Friday, consumer packaged goods. And that would be things like what, Bill? Laundry detergent, things you use up. Toilet paper. Yeah, napkins. That kind of stuff. That kind of stuff you use on an everyday basis. Have you seen how expensive laundry detergent is? Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. It, it really is. It's very expensive. So if you can save, they said in many cases it's up to 35% off. Yeah. That's a big deal. Number two on their list is clothing and accessories. Oh, huh. okay. Then appliances. Toys is number four. That always traditionally was higher on Black Friday. Computers and phones. And it goes into electronics. Other electronics is six. And number seven is furniture. Goodness. Never would have thought of buying a couch on Black Friday. Yeah, either that or patio furniture. Right. That kind of stuff. You know, uh, that's, yeah, you're right. Because you don't think of it. You know, everyone thinks of Black Friday as you're buying something as a gift for somebody else. You should look at it as what, you, what do you need for you. Right. Not as a gift giving day. Because an appliance would be if you can save 28% on a, a washer and a dryer set or a new oven or a new, you know, refrigerator, go for it. Because they're, they're expensive too. Coming up next, holiday tradition. Speaking of that, they're filling up the balloons for the Macy's Parade. And it, that parade's a little different this year. It's longer. I, I love it. I love it. And details on it's actually happening, apparently. A four-day truce between Israel and Hamas. Some details for you. It's coming up next. The South Little Morning Show. Keep it here. In Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Over 8,000 people in total will converge on New York City to create what is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade experience. So tons of energy, tons of excitement, a variety of performers. Here's an American tradition we can talk about before we get into some other news. Macy's Parade, it's even a little longer this year, apparently. Yeah, they uh, add an extra 30 minutes. It starts at 9 o'clock. I guess it goes till noon because they've added uh, more floats, more bands, and more balloons. So they say it's going to take a little bit longer. That was the parade organizer. It's... uh, I guess it's a big event. I've never actually seen it. Balloon inflation event taking place this morning. I see. I would love to see that because it's, in many cases, it takes at least 40 to 45 people to keep these things on the ground. 
You know, oh yeah, I mean they're huge. They're massive. Do you know? I did some history. They used to. Have, it started off with the balloons. They had balloon races. <laughs> then they had to stop it because people were getting hurt. <laughs> I was imagine, like, I guess. Imagine running down the street with those things. No, I can't imagine. I'm but, sure they were smaller then, but the character balloons. Some of them are four to five stories high. Goodness gracious, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> The uh, B- the Beagle Scout Snoopy is yeah. supposed to be a real big one too. That's a new one. Bluey's a new one. Goku. What did you say? Goku was from some. What's it from? Oh, that's from Dragon Ball Z. Dragon. Okay. Yeah. Is that a game? I assume. Show. Oh. Anime. Oh. And then Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That's another new one. But they have the deliciously delectable world of Wonka float with a giant cherry tree and more than half a million prop pieces of candy. And you can eat it after. Can you? They'll deflate it and then they'll eat it. They got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle float. That's cool. 11 marching bands. And they say hundreds of clowns are part of this year's celebration. I, I don't know. Clowns give me the creeps. I don't know why, who thought it was a good idea to add clowns to it. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's on. Uh, I don't know. I, I like watching this thing. I've become a big fan of the Macy's Parade. Lauren's always loved it. She loves that thing. And it, they do a lot of. If you're into the Broadway stuff, they preview a lot of the shows coming. That's yeah. how you get a good idea of who's in the cast. And the Rockettes are always there, aren't they? I think aren't so. The Rockettes always there. I don't know. They used to be. What they did was when I was a kid, when the parade ended, they would in, they would unveil all the windows at Macy's. And it would be the official kickoff of Christmas Yeah, shopping. But I don't think they do that anymore. So interesting. Uh, News-wise, it's the biggest story in the world, I guess, today. I guess it is going to happen. It is confirmed. No big statement from Israel yet, or Hamas, obviously. But a truce is going to happen for four days. Israel says they're going to get 50 hostages back in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. That was confirmed, like, uh, late overnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll be 50 women and children. Uh, they, they are highlighting that one little Israeli girl whose parents were killed. I think she's four years old, and she's now an orphan, and they've made arrangements to have, I guess, her grandparents there to meet her. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has said to Hamas, for every 10 hostages after this, for every 10 hostages you release, we will have a day added to the ceasefire. So you'll get 24 extra hours of ceasefire for every 10 hostages you give us. Uh, we shall see if Hamas agrees. It would behoove Hamas because it would give them plenty of time if they indeed have 242 hostages. They get You figure if they do 10 a day, they got like 18 days left to do, you know, ceasefires. That's that's like a half a month for them. That's a lot of time yeah, it is. to yeah, regroup. Right. So we'll see what happens. It'll be nice if the hostages are all released. Uh, I, I I'm kind of surprised they actually worked this out so fast. And it is only four days. And our theory, working theory on this is Israel is probably saying, yeah, okay, have these Palestinian uh, prisoners. We'll get them later. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. What do you say? It's like it's like not catch and release. It's catch and then re-catch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because uh, Netanyahu has made it very perfectly clear to Hamas, the minute the ceasefire ends or this truce ends, yeah. we're coming back at you. Right. And we're going to annihilate you. So just be prepared. And, and I'm, I'm sure it, it does wonders for the Israeli army as well. They're special forces because, I mean, these people have been working day and night fighting for how many days now? That's true, right. So it gives them a break too. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to see these hostages. So just think just think if you're, you're you know, one of the Americans and your family's here. You know, it's, the holidays are all messed up because you get somebody held hostage. You don't even know if they're alive. That's terrible. They need to let these people go. How about this in the meantime? group of students from the University of South Florida in Tampa Mm. is suing the state of Florida. Oh, for what? It's the USF chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine. Oh. Federal lawsuit yesterday. Oh, dear. 
uh, the defendants are the governor, Ron DeSantis, USF's own president, and the board of trustees. The students are claiming they're being denied their First Amendment rights. Oh. Why? The state last month ordered the student group to disband for supporting Hamas. The plaintiffs say governors can't shut down lawful and peaceful student groups because of the views they express. Okay. Well, yeah. I think you can when you support Hamas. By the way, it's not even – they didn't even deny that they're supporting Hamas. Okay, so you support a terrorist group. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. That's great. Yeah. And, and you wonder where your free speech went. Get, go back to – you know, you would think they're so great. Go join Hamas. I think the backlash is on, too. I think, you know, for the first couple of weeks after this, after the attack uh, on October 7th, people were, like, kind of stunned by reaction and the rallies back and forth and all this stuff. People aren't putting up with it anymore now. Oh, can you blame them? I mean, look at the perfect example. Susan Sarandon (laughs) dropped by her talent agency, UTA, following anti-Jewish rhetoric pro-Palestinian rally in New York we talked about yesterday. Okay. Uh, uh, You know, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. I know. Uh, How stupid can you be? I mean, come on. You're an actress. You're, you're in an, 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 an environment that is very Jewish related. I mean, look at some of the biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest directors, producers in the world is Steven Spielberg. Are you kidding me? So you go on three different rallies and talk about how the Jews now feel like the Muslims and how they've been treated. I'm like, are you crazy? She's, she's a lunatic. Not the only one. Less of a name, but Scream franchise star Melissa Barrera. I didn't really know her uh, until this. I didn't recognize her face. I knew her name. Uh, won't be in the upcoming Scream 7 because of her social media posts about the Israel-Hamas war. Hmm. Variety had the story. Uh, the studio that Mays makes Scream says they have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism. What did she do? She shared posts about casualties among children in Gaza, along with video from a Philly protest calling for a ceasefire over what it described as genocide in the Palestinian enclave. Okay. And you know what's even worse? This woman, that being Susan Sarandon, along with thousands of others, and I'm just going to point her out, has been shown the actual video from an Israeli special force person going into this hospital in Hamas where they're hiding bombs under kids' beds and where they have weapons and all kinds of stuff. And then they have their headquarters right underneath the, the kids' ward. Uh They've seen they've seen sources. They've seen the videos and they still continue to spew these lies. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what is wrong with these people? It's right there. I mean, it's like certified, uh, it's... authentic video. You can look for yourself. No, it didn't happen. No, I'm, d- I'm done with all of them. You it's know amazing. what? I hope they all lose their jobs for being idiots. Read some more headlines next. But this my Christmas tree tried to kill me. <gasps> it fell on you. It's a syndrome that this lady actually went through. And, and and she's not alone. Like 7% of the population has it. How do you know you have it until it hits you? You don't. And that was her story. It was her first. This is so sad. It was her first real tree and she oh, couldn't breathe because of it. Poor thing. Anyway, we got that and some other stuff. Coming up next, the self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're traveling, take the app with you. You take us with you wherever you go. All that good stuff. Crazy travel day. It's busy. We know that, but that's no surprise. Yeah, they said uh, the, the worst, the worst. sadly, some of the worst airports to fly out of are right here in South Florida. Uh, Orlando comes in two in the country. Uh, Miami was third. Fort Lauderdale was fourth. Yay! PBIA <laughs> comes in 13th. To fly out of, To right? fly out of, yes. Mm. Uh, Newark, New Jersey was the worst. Mm. So, All right, well, I'd rather do that then have my Christmas tree almost kill me. It's a real story, and this is a real syndrome. I didn't know. I thought maybe this is just some freak outliner, outlier that uh, you know nobody had ever heard of before. 
This poor lady, her first real Christmas tree ever. Isn't that terrible? I know. Created she, a situation where she couldn't breathe. Yeah, it's called. It, it is a thing. It's called Christmas tree syndrome, and it's not actually the Christmas tree that kills her. The tree got wet, and it's the mold that follows after the tree is drying off. And so it's, it's the Christmas tree. It, well, it is the Christmas tree, but it's when it gets wet and then mold develops on the branches. She's in Ohio, and she's very Ohio-sounding. You'll hear that. Her name is uh, Angela Presti. What the saddest part of all is it's her first real Christmas tree I of know. all time. So, but to your point, she didn't know. And that's the thing. I mean, what happens if they say, what did you say, 7% of the people have this? That's the shocking thing of the entire country. That's a lot of people. So, I mean, if you don't know you're allergic to the mold that's going to grow on the Christmas tree that could be bring, being brought into your home, how long do you have? Because she went into anaphylactic shock. Yeah, that's right. So how long before, I mean, it, I don't know enough about it. If you don't have an EpiPen. I mean, you could feasibly die if somebody doesn't get to you soon enough. Here's her story as she tells it. My face is quite swollen. I felt like I was going to swallow it, but then I couldn't swallow and my throat was closing up. I never in a million years imagined that a Christmas tree would contain something that could kill me. Neither did I. I don't think anybody else did either. Goodness. But just think if, if that happens to you. I, you know, did para- paramedics have EpiPens, right? They, they would know oh, they what have to, to do, right? right. So I, I guess in this case, her daughter drove her to the – or she drove herself to the hospital, and that's what they gave her, an epinephrine shot when she got there, and she was okay, thank goodness. They knew it was an allergic reaction, and they kept asking me what I had eaten. But she goes, but I knew it was the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the next horror, Christmas horror film. That's the right. The tree killed me. Christmas tree of death. <laughs> Seven percent of the American population, that's a lot of people, suffer from what's known, they call it Christmas tree syndrome. I had never heard of it, ever. Either have I, either have I. But I would assume if you have a propensity to be allergic to things, you know, like a peanut or, you know, if you have allergies to grass or pollen or whatever, are you more susceptible? That's the thing. You know, maybe if it's you're allergic to seafood, then you're more susceptible to a mold that grows on a tree. Who the hell knows? I wonder if it's something that – because, you know, with like seafood allergies, some people get them later on in life after eating seafood their whole lives. Like it's something that builds up. Really? Don't tell me that. We're having seafood on Saturday oh, night. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. My throat starts closing up. I'll, I'll think of you, Bill. Jen's last Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't say that. I know. But, man, I tell you what. You know what? What caught my eye was the because it's mold spores and I thought of Florida humidity. Well, Just yeah. careful. So I, that, that's what I'm thinking. If you're allergic to, like, you know, all kinds of pollen and stuff, are you right. more susceptible to being allergic to Christmas tree mold? Man. Ooh. Can you get rid of it? You know, I didn't see that in the story. I mean, can, I would assume there's got to be a way to eradicate yeah. mold off a tree. You throw it in the backyard and you light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but does the smoke contain the mold and then oh, you get it that Oh, my way. God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would probably spread onto it right. or make it worse. Jeez. So what do you – I don't know. I'd, I'd just dump it off at the garbage guys and say, here, please take it away. This poor woman. Sure, so you try to kill them. Oh, no. I get it. <laughs> I know. Here you go, boys. Poor things. I didn't mean that. I'm just saying. I think it's time to go fake. Yeah, well, I got a couple of those. Uh, In other news, much lighter than that. So Thanksgiving is tomorrow along with Thanksgiving Day football. Let's not forget about that. We have Friday football picks coming up in our next rapid fire on a Wednesday. Yeah, and you know what? There's going to be a lot of separation this week, at least in one particular game. Uh, I've heard that for eight weeks in a row, but okay. Well, it's the only way you're going to gain on me or lose more. That'll be at like 8.35. But here's a little preview. I got a hold of this last night for 
if you if you like the halftime shows for Thanksgiving Day games, which they show. Yeah, oh cool. Packers at Lions. You got Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Woo. <laughs> Who's Jack Harlow? He's a rapper that came out of nowhere. Oh, okay. All righty. Commanders at Cowboys. Commanders in the Oh, isn't that the one that Dolly's at? This right? is Dolly Parton. This is the one to watch. And then the 49ers at the Seahawks. Watch this, Diener. Steve Aoki. Who? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> he, she, as far Steve, as you know, Jen thinks she just made that name up. <laughs> <laughs> he is a, uh, a, a DJ. You know, one of those guys that presses one button and, and does electronic goes, yeah. dance music thing. Okay. Interesting enough, though, you know who his dad was? I don't know why I know this. Really? Who? who? Steve Aoki's dad was, sadly he passed away, Rocky Aoki. This, the guy that started Benny Hanna. Really? <laughs> Come on. What a legacy. I'll do you one more. I met him in 1980. <laughs> oh, the father <laughs> or, or the son? No, no. The he father. wasn't even born yet. Oh, okay. I don't know. Jesus. This kid is. <laughs> no, Rocky Aoki. I met him in uh, 1980 at a, 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 boat, uh, a boat race on the Jersey Shore. See, now what, now, see, what would make this great is if he tells us he died from Christmas tree syndrome. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he almost died in a boat wreck. I do know really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's terrible. But, so uh, this guy's a DJ, okay. Oh, he's very popular, too. He goes, he, he's the kind of guy that'd be like, at you know, headlining at Ultra. Yeah, Steve, exactly. Steve Aoki. He's a, wouldn't yeah. he be kind of like a Bad Bunny kind of character? Kind a rival? Of, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Bunny's a DJ? I always thought he was a singer. Oh, he's is like, he? Yeah, oh, he's know. like I'm a, out of my league on that. I, I didn't know who this guy yeah. was. This guy is more of the variety of standing behind the turntables, pressing a button, yeah. and getting millions of dollars. Yeah, but, that guy, but there was that one guy that did that. He came over from like Europe. And he uh, did that. Avicii, he's Thank dead. Thank you, Avicii. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> all right, never mind. So is Rocky Aoki. Yeah, well. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Yeah, it's all connected somehow. <laughs> yeah, to Benihana. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. By the way, there's a great food that made America about uh, Benihana's included in one of them. Really? Yeah, at, yeah. how we started the whole thing. Really? Because there's a Benihana's near me. That is yeah. a great show. I got to get it. It's I, a great place. Every time I see oh, it, I end up seeing like 10 minutes of it, but I'm captivated. I'm I, like, I need to see more. I think there was one new one, too. The, the Cookies That Made America? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, oh, I got to go look. Oh, it's a great show. I, I, it is. I, I record all of them. I have to go look at my list. I got to see them. Okay. Can you tell we don't have a lot of content today? <laughs> but we have Rapid Fire coming up next. Included in that is going to be our Friday football picks on a Wednesday. Here we go. This is the one that we've been waiting for, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that and more coming up next. Let's <laughs> do this. The Morning Show. Keep it here. We got a lot going on today. We got Ooh, rapid boy. fire. Yeah. We got Friday football picks. Oh boy. We got whatever this is. Now let me ask you. Yeah, where's let's the call an audible picks. on the air. We're going to do our Friday football picks now on a Wednesday because of the holiday. Mm-hmm. It usually goes long. Is the entire rapid fire going to be Friday football picks? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Okay. It's usually what it day. is. Yes. Well, that's true. You know. So yeah. why should today be any different? Let's see if we We're can. We're going to argue more today too. We'll try to keep over it... one game. <laughs> we'll try to keep it under ten minutes. All right. You ready? Okay. Ready. Hit it. Hold on to your mortgage payments. It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Oh, oh, Nelly! Week thirteen. Can you believe it? It's almost over. Thank, Thank God. Thanksgiving. I'm dying tomorrow. over here. <laughs> Late in the season, records going into this long Thanksgiving weekend. Jen, you are just stomping Bill and I. The real contest is for second place at this point because you are forty and twenty. You're twenty games over five hundred, and yes, that is good. I just want to get to five hundred now. Actually, you're over five hundred. Oh, you're thirty-one and twenty-nine, and I'm thirty-four and twenty-six. So, oh, so you can beat me. Close. 
Yeah, he's, he's within reach. Depending on what happens this weekend. Well, now, <laughs> talk about now. calling some audibles. All right. I'm doing this differently today because we know Ohio State Michigan is on this, and I don't want to gloss over it. I'm going to save that for last. It's a headliner. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do college last. Okay. So, starting with the pros and then the wild card, the Jaguars and the Texans. You might think to yourself, what the hell are you doing putting this game on, yeah, on the list? That's what I said. But this is a playoff implication matchup. No, they're both good. The Jaguars are 7-3. and three. They're one game out of home field advantage in the AFC. And the Texans are right there in the playoffs at 6-5. and five. They're hot. Mm-hmm. With your boy C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Jen, he's an MVP candidate, let alone Rookie of the Year. So what do you think? Does Houston get another win at home, or did the Jaguars get it? Oh, God, I went with Coach with that stupid hair kid with the one that what's his name goldilocks the jaguars sunshine trevor yeah, lawrence the guy yeah i went against ohio state and yet you shoot me now and yet you're 20 games above amazing it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the guy with the long hair him jaguars so you i thought you were gonna go against him and go with your ohio state quarterback now the last time i picked him he killed me All too right. and i don't know why i'm doing it but yeah. i did i just thought jaguars were gonna win okay i am also going with yes yes pot that up over there Oh, uh oh. There you go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I think the Jaguars are good. They are good. I think they're going to the playoffs deep in the playoffs, too. They have an identity. They do. You know, not a lot of teams have an identity. The Jaguars yeah. do. Yeah. All right. So I'm you're going both. with them. I think they'll win, in, uh, even though it's in Houston. I think they'll win it. Here's my prediction I'm going against you. I actually did. This See? is not made up. <laughs> this is not made up. I swear I can to you. tell by looking at you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm taking you to a poker game and I'm going to fleece you. <laughs> you can read me like an open book. I do have Houston. I just They're really well coached. New coach there, D'Amico Ryan. Like I said, CJ Stroud is just playing out of his mind. It's incredible to watch as a too rookie. I didn't play like that at Ohio State. Well, and so I'm thinking. <laughs> I know. How is he better in the pros I, than in college? Isn't that amazing? It's it really is. It is. But I, I do. I think Houston's going to get this game at home. They go to 7-5. and five. They're going to be bunched with everybody. Incredible story. How about this one, too? The Broncos. Talk about a story. They were left for dead at 1-5. They have won four straight games, including beating the Chiefs and the Bills last week. They are a two-point favorite at home against the Browns, who are also 7-3. This is wild. What do you think, Jen? One team is staying alive in the mix with the uh, the playoffs. Didn't the Browns lose their quarterback? They did. Deshaun okay. Watson had his uh, shoulder surgery. So I'm, back I'm going playing. with the Broncos because of that. Okay. She would have taken taken the Browns if you hadn't told her that. I, I felt the need. <laughs> I felt the need. I'm I sorry. Taken when Cleveland. you're beating everybody by 20 games, you don't get to have like a, like a, you know a production meeting. <laughs> You guys know all this stuff. You yelled at me and told me I have to do my own research. You do? <laughs> God. That's my fault. All right, take the Broncos, too. You're right about them, by the way. What a turnaround. Russell Wilson is like, finally, you found his, his place out there in Denver. Yeah. They could be, if they beat the Browns, and I think they will, they'll be 6-5. and five. Right. They're right good now. Very interesting story. I have the Broncos, too. Even though, too. by the way, they're down to safety. They suspended that guy four games. That's true, which is stupid, by the way. Um... I thought so, but I do. I have the Broncos with you guys, so we all picked that one. Oh, wow. Browns have an incredible defense, though. It might be the best defense in the league, so mm. we'll see what happens. Take the under. The wild card games, like I said, this is different today, the way we're doing it. Wild card, you have to choose from Alabama against Auburn, the Iron Bowl. Alabama trying to play their way into the playoffs. You have Florida State at Florida. Florida State, no quarterback. Mm. Uh, he's, you know, broke his leg. He's out. Jordan Travis there. Man, it really is rivalry weekend, Boy, isn't it? It is, yes. And then you can choose the Bills or the Eagles. The Eagles coming off the big one Monday Night Football against the Chiefs. 
And then the Chiefs at the Raiders. Speaking of the Chiefs, the Raiders have been playing well. They put up a really good fight against the Dolphins. That was a close game. So what do you think, Jim? Which wild card are you going with? I'm going to take the Alabama Roll Tide to yeah, roll a, right over Auburn. Not a bad pick. Auburn's the down this year. Iron Bowl. They need that, and the, Alabama needs this one. Uh, the Chiefs need a win at 7-3. Believe it or not, a must win at 7-3 because they cannot lose to the Raiders. That's a good point. That cannot happen. It's in Vegas. Doesn't matter. They're not going to lose two games in a row. It's not going to happen. This might, then that's a good pick, and this might be my fandom saying this, but I actually picked that game as well, and I went with the Raiders. Did you? I did. I just look. look obviously, I want the Chiefs to lose for obvious reasons because they have the same record as the Dolphins. But I just, I don't know. There's something about the Raiders. They impressed me watching them against playing against no, I Miami. Think, I think they played well. It was just that that Aiden kid. They started a quarter, made some horrific throws. Yeah, so eventually they, they were in that game though. They were. So I think they go home and. Maybe the Chiefs actually lose two in a row. Boy, Maybe. what a story that would be. Yep. And the Raiders stay in the playoff hunt, so we'll see. Now into college. Oregon State against Oregon, the Civil War. Oregon, is that what big, they call it? They do, yeah. Oregon, Why? a pretty big favorite here. <laughs> this is Oregon and Oregon State. I don't know. It's this, not in the South. I mean, uh, come on now. Okay, anyway. In right. state rivalry. That's what it's been called. Okay. Are you going with the Ducks, Jen? Do they stay alive for the playoff? Ten and one. No, I'm going with those ghastly green, stupid uniforms That's in them. Oregon. They're the Ducks. They're the du- oh, are they? You're 20 games over 500. Okay, just- them. <laughs> them. <laughs> I'm sorry. How does this happen? <laughs> Who's Oregon State then? They're the Beavers. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, they're the ones out of Corvallis. Yes. That's okay, right. I don't like them. Okay. It's the other team. First place. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking Oregon. Uh, the magic of Bo Nix cannot be stopped. Yeah, that's right. He's he's 32 years old. He's <laughs> been in college old? since the 80s. Is that's that like, the quarterback you would say is yeah, old? He's <laughs> well. You got two old guys oh, in college. You got the guy from Notre Dame, and I, I swear yes. Bo Nix actually is only like 20. Four, 23 20, or yeah, something. Somewhere in there. It just seems like he's been playing college forever. <laughs> he's like the Doug Flutie of college football. Swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. By the watch. way, it is true. He has, I, I had to look this up because, you know, my team stinks, so I'm scouting quarterbacks. Scouting. He has his degree from Auburn. You know Does this. he really? So he already graduated. He has graduated from Auburn University, <laughs> had a four-year full year career, four year career, and now he plays for Oregon. And he's a Heisman candidate. It's incredible. I like that. He's cute, too. This I'm looking at a picture of him right anyway, now. Anyway, Oregon and Old Bo. Yeah, this is his final year. Yeah, we think. They're kicking him out of college. Out after this. <laughs> I do have Oregon as well. This is a Friday night game, by the way. A lot of games on Black Friday in college. That's right. One game obviously missing here is Dolphins-Jets on Black Friday, but that's going to be interesting. That's the first ever Black Friday game, 3 o'clock oh, for okay. that one. Um, Michigan and Ohio State, like I said, save this for last. Finish off this segment here. We've been talking about this game all year long. We know the implications. No Jim Harbaugh, the scandal going on. Both teams undefeated. Ohio State number two. Michigan number three. It's in Ann Arbor. Jen? I don't care if it's in Ann Arbor, <laughs> Ohio State, or in South Florida. I cannot go against my Ohio State Buckeyes. I know. I am going to take the Buckeyes. Winner even goes, though they're not favored. Winner goes to the Big Ten Championship to play Iowa next week. So this is, I mean, and this is really a semifinal game to stay in the playoffs. I don't so. know. Ryan Day is uh, ticked off these days, All so right. maybe they'll win. This is huge. Despite that noise, our locker room's in one piece. <laughs> and uh, like Ted, for me, locker room's. A lot like my mom's bathing suits. I'd like to see him in one piece. I mean, that went I'm, over like a lead balloon. How can I go against Jim Harbaugh for a quote like that? There he is. Quoting Ted Lasso, even. He did. 
I'm just doing. I'm picking. Uh, well, I need to gain a gain on Jen anyway, and God knows she's going to pick Ohio State. I'm picking Michigan because I'm rooting for chaos. I want them to go to. The, I wanted to win it all, and then to see what the NC two A has to has to say about it. And what are they going to do? Wow, what a story! Keep in mind for a second. Maybe they're guilty. Maybe they're not. They suspended him without even an investigation. Yes. yes. And why? Like, on suspicion, they suspend okay, the guy. Why did they yeah. suspend the guy that was doing all the cheating? That's what I don't get. What yeah, happened he, to him? I think he resigned. <laughs> that kid. He's, he's, he just resigned. I'm with you, though. I, I am picking Michigan. And now here's the thing. It's not out of any hate towards Jen or oh, to sure pick it is. against That's her. Okay. I think just, just that there's just something special. There's a camaraderie. There's a togetherness there that Michigan that kind of jumps on the screen when I watch them. There, there are a lot of teams that wouldn't have rallied around. They're using it as a rallying cry. They are. It's pretty impressive. And there's... there's they're tough, man. They remind me of like a you know old Big Ten style football, just tough. You know, just just really run run the ball down your throat type of team. They don't even care. They don't throw it a lot. By no, the way. they don't. Yeah. I think Michigan wins this game at home. I can't wait to watch it. I told you off the air. Three games that exude college football to me: Army, Navy, Notre Dame, USC, and Michigan, Ohio State. Oh yeah, that, that's oh, yeah. college football. Now there's other great ones too: Miami, Florida State, a lot of good stuff. But now that's this is great. It is in Ann Arbor, like Jen said. And now that he has a lot of time on his hands, you think Brady shows up on the sideline for the he first might. time? He might be there. Why well, not? That could right? be it. You know what? I, I I used to hate Michigan even more in Tom Brady played for. I know. Him. Like, torn. Oh, God. They were yeah, it was tough because I loved him. But biggest game of the year, and we'll see if we're able to catch up to Jen. I can't wait to watch that game. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Do not text me during the game. Do not call me during the game. <laughs> Do not even mention my name during the game. <laughs> Hey, it's your daughter's me. birthday during the game. It is. And where are we going to be? In a spa. What kind of parent are you? I'm horrible. I'm bringing my phone with me. I'm going to be watching the game while I'm getting a massage. A hey, noon kickoff Man Arbor. See how it turns out. All right. Those are the Wednesday slash Friday football picks. Yeah. Follow along as we go down in flames over the holiday weekend. <laughs> Speaking of the holiday, coming up next, we're going to wrap up the show with our Thanksgiving tradition on the Wednesday before the big day. We're eating? No. Oh. We're going to enjoy the greatest scene possibly from television history. It is the greatest scene, yes. The WKRP in Cincinnati turkey drop episode. (laughs) So good. The highlight. Coming up next, the (laughs) South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. All right, everybody. It's almost turkey time. Mm -hmm. Time to get out of here. Probably a long holiday for you as well. We want to thank you so much for being here. As always, the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Uh, if you're traveling, be safe. Even if you're not traveling, be safe. But have a good time and enjoy. Yeah, and uh, don't eat too much. And if you do, uh, take a big nap after you're done. And if you're oh, cooking, yeah. don't burn yourself like I do every I always burn myself taking the turkey out of the oven. Maybe you shouldn't be the cook. Maybe I shouldn't be co- maybe taking the turkey out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave you with this. It's our, it's our tradition here at Thanksgiving. We're going to leave you with the possibly greatest TV scene of all time. WKRP in Cincinnati. Great show. Great show. 70s and 80s. Their Thanksgiving show was the great turkey drop scene of Les Nessman narrating exactly what they tried to do as a promotion. (laughs) It was phenomenal. And here we go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. The helicopter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, Perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. No parachutes yet. Look at these skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but oh my God, they're tricky! Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my eyes. I just went to the windshield of a parked car. 
God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. 